there. Welcome to the Binge 10. This is Larry Goldman, and here's what's good, okay, and bad on TV right now. Uh, there has been a lot of new shows that have come out recently, so let's try to twirl through these quickly. Um, first of all, Yellow Jackets. This is on Showtime. It took the place of American Rust. Uh, it has a couple of known actresses like... Uh, Melanie Linsky from Mrs. America, Christina Ricci from a ton, a ton of things, uh, Ella Purnell from Bittersweet. Most notably, though, Juliette Lewis, who I always like. I haven't seen her in much since camping, but now she's in Yellow Jackets. Uh, this is the story about a high school soccer team, women's high school soccer team, whose plane crashes on the way to the national finals. So the show flips between scenes in the forest post-crash, women trying to survive, and then, you know, they flip to modern day where the adults are still coping with the trauma and secrets of that time. We don't know all the secrets, and not all the girls are in the modern day scenes. Presumably some of them will die at some point. Uh, of course it's well acted with all these uh, 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 great actresses in them. But this is an interesting take on the kind of crash survivor script. I really like seeing each episode and what secrets are revealed or where we're headed. Uh, I recommend Yellow Jackets. Uh, interested to see. Uh, I think they tell us right up front that they were stranded for about four months. So there's a lot to see and there's a lot they had to cope with. And uh, I'm interested to see what goes on. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. So this is on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I got really interested in it because Kyle Chandler uh, was in it, starring in it, but he was only in the first episode. You can guess why he didn't make it to the rest of the episodes. So, so the show is really all about Jeremy Renner, who lives in a fictitious Kingstown, Michigan, which has six different prisons in that town. Renner plays the mayor. He's not the actual mayor of Kingstown. They just call him the mayor. He somehow has all the connections between the police, the criminals on the inside, the criminals on the outside, uh, the guards, the wardens, the, the detectives, everything. He takes the money going each different way. Each episode is about some crisis that only he can manage a city out of. There hasn't been a real ongoing story just yet. I like the show nonetheless. I recommend Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, my name, right now I am on a Korean binge. Uh, you know, first it was Squid Games, which I only liked a little bit. I, I wasn't as crazy as most people were about that. Uh, right now I'm watching My Name, Hellbound, and Dr. Brain. This happens in the streaming world, especially in Netflix. It's just like when Money Heist got really hot. We saw a ton of Spanish shows all of a sudden come out. Uh, My Name is a bit of a revenge thing about a teenager whose father is rightfully or wrongfully, we don't know yet, accused of being a drug dealer. So she, she joins an undercover group at the police force to try to find the truth. He's missing in action. He can't. She can't get a hold of him. I'm a couple of episodes in, and I think my name is just okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, on Disney Plus, this is the next Marvel series after Loki just finished up. This also stars Jeremy Renner. He's been a busy guy. He's an aged Hawkeye. He actually wears a hearing aid. And he's helping a young upstart woman become what we're assuming is the next Hawkeye. She knows how to use a bow and arrow. She's all martial arts up. 
Uh, they're, they're in New York City. They're being tracked by multiple organized crime organizations. One of them is called the Tracksuits. I love that name. Uh, as they use a bunch of trick arrows and martial arts to fight their way out of various um, uh, various predicaments. I like Hawkeye much more than Winter Soldier, not as much as WandaVision, and maybe a tie with Loki. So far, I'm recommending Hawkeye. I think it's only going to be six episodes. Um, you got Hellbound uh, on Netflix. This is part of my Korean binge. Hellbound is about people who have an angel sighting. The angel tells them that they're going to die and they're going to go to hell. Uh, why? That's why it's called Hellbound. Um, and the angel provides a very specific day and an hour. Could be tomorrow or it could be 20 years from now. But they're going to hell regardless. When the day comes out, three big hairy monsters appear out of nowhere beat the shit out of you, and then burn you to a crisp. It's, it's pretty tough stuff. Uh, and then they just disappear again. They run into a portal and they disappear. Uh, this fires up all sorts of religious zealots and anti-religious zealots and a bunch of investigations to figure out what is really going on. This show is extraordinarily addictive. I really couldn't believe it. Um, I, I just couldn't stop watching it. It was only six episodes. Uh, I watched it in a couple of days. Um, I was totally taken in by show. I, I, I can't wait for season two. They didn't really tidy up all the questions we might have about this stuff. Um, I, is it really an angel? Like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, you know, are they, are they really angels from God? Uh, are, are these big hairy guys really demons? Um, you know, how does this all work? And um, you get more and more information as the show goes on, but definitely we need a season two. I, I highly recommend Hellbound. Uh, Sex Lives of College Girls this is on HBO Max. This is Mindy Kaling's new creation. Uh, stories about four college freshmen who are exploring their sexuality as they acclimate to college. There's a redneck from, I forget if it's Arkansas or Wyoming, something like that. There's a jack. There's the suppressed Indian woman who wants to break out and become a comedy writer. Sounds like Mindy Kaling to me. Uh, and then there's the rich kid. Uh, make no mistake about it. This is a raunchy comedy and it's fantastic. More of a rated R than Never Have I Ever, which is Mindy's other show. Definitely for teenagers and above uh, of all genders, uh, all of all genders. I, I, I recommend Sex Lives of College Girls. Um, Cowboy Bebop. On Netflix, Cowboy Bebop stars John Cho in a live action version of the cartoon. This is definitely an adult version of the cartoon. Plenty of violence and sex jokes. Uh, obviously it's based in the future. John Cho is an ex-mob hitman who now works with a one-armed guy chasing bounties. In the show, they call uh, bounty, bounty hunters are called cowboys and their ship is called the Bebop. Uh, here we, that's how we get Cowboy Bebop. Uh, uh, the reason it's called Bebop is because the one-armed guy likes old jazz and Bebop vinyl. There's a lot of that kind of music throughout the shows. They aren't really good bounty hunters. Uh, and they pick up a third woman, Bonnie Hunter, along the way, and they don't get that much better. They usually get the bad guy, but somehow they always screw up getting the money. Um, it's also a little confusing about, you know, they've got all these high-tech spaceships and wormholes, yet they're still shooting guns with bullets. So it's, you know, it's kind of this, uh, almost a steampunk thing. Plenty of comedy and action in the show. Of course, you know, John Cho's got to do a little comedy. He does a lot of martial arts. He, you know, again, he's a hitman. Uh, I recommend Cowboy Bebop. There's a lot 
of good stuff going on right now. Um, Lost in Space has come out. So it's on Netflix. This is the final season of Lost in Space, season three. Cast is all back, and it leaves... Uh, and it leaves off, so or it, I should say it starts, it's one year after season two. So if you remember, the parents are stuck in the robot galaxy. They're being chased down by evil killing robots. The kids were supposed to go to Alpha Centauri. That didn't actually happen. Instead, they found themselves at a world with just a small piece of hab- habitable land. They're trying to repair their ship to get to Alpha Centauri. Uh, this remains very much a family show for, it's really for kids. I mean, I'm watching it. My wife is watching it. The science of the plot don't always come together. It's extremely sappy. Uh, even the teenagers continue to wish their mommy and daddy would come and save them. Um, so this was really made for, for, for little kids. So if you've got little kids, they might like it. There's really not much violence or there's action, but there's not really any blood. And again, they don't, really make the science all that difficult and the plot's not that difficult. And obviously again, it's just really sappy. Uh, uh, I, I, unlike, unlike Cowboy Bebop, there's not, I don't think there's one line of humor in this show or at all. Even Dr. Smith, who was really funny in, you know, the, uh, the TV show is pretty serious. Uh, regardless of all that, this is a big, big budget science fiction show that is action. It's got robots, spaceships, cool guns, Mysteries that we do want to get resolved. If you have watched the first couple of seasons, yeah, obviously you have to see the last season. However, you can't jump in the middle of the series. You, you'll be totally lost if you just start watching the season three. So you got to watch the first season. It's a pretty good ride uh, for the entire family, which isn't easy to find these days. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of okay. Uh, speaking of last season, Hannah. So on Amazon Prime, only six episodes to end this series. Marielle Enos is back, and so is Dermot Mulroney as the inside good guy, bad guy. We're not sure which one. Ray Liotta is on the season as the real, real bad guy. Uh, the season is more of the same, which is good. You know, you get all your teenage girl martial arts fighting, lots of gunshots, um, uh, lots of action, some great stunts, uh, a lot of innocent people in danger. I recommend Hannah. I've, I've liked the whole series. Um Probably a little difficult to start in season three. Season one's maybe my favorite because that had Joel Kinnaman in it. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime again. Um, it is true that I cannot objectively review this show because I like the book so much. Um, you know, this is there's about 16, 17 books in this series. Uh, it took Robert Jordan and, and uh, uh, Brandon Sanderson... Uh, I think over 20 years to write all these books. Uh, and they're fantastic. So like Foundation, like Altered Carbon, unlike Game of Thrones, where I, I like the TV and I don't like the books, it's difficult for me to to rate movies where I love the books. However, I can say that they have done the magic really good justice, the weaving and the channeling, making a lot of sense, it, just how the book describes it. Uh, the story is in line with the books and the complex storylines are working in the TV show. I highly recommend Wheel of Time. Finally, on Hulu, or not finally, I got two more to go. Hit Monkey on Hulu. Um, it, it is uh, a cartoon. Uh, it's got Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Olivia Munn doing some voices. Uh, the monkey does not talk, by the way. So Sudeikis is not talking for a monkey. This is actually a Marvel show that's not on Disney. It is a story of a hitman 
who is killed, and then shows up as a ghost mentor to a monkey. Uh, and, and he's mentoring the monkey to get revenge on the guys who killed him and the monkey's family. Very bloody, very dirty, very funny, filled with action. I like Hit Monkey a lot. Finally, Star Trek Discovery back for another season. Discovery is still a thousand years in the future, and now they are fighting against a mysterious gravitational anomaly that is blowing planets and causing havoc around the galaxy. Same old, same old, but it's pretty good. Uh, Captain Michael, uh, you know, she still whispers every time she has something important to say. If you like Discovery, keep watching. If you don't, you probably don't have to start. Though if you, you want to start, you can jump right into this season. You, you don't have to watch the back season. Discovery is is, is just okay. Um, a lot of stuff has ended. <clears throat> um, Arcane ended. That was a really great adult cartoon. Complex magic stuff. Complex social stuff. Great action. Good villains. American Rust did end. I, I thought it was just taking a couple weeks off for like Thanksgiving. I actually had a look up online. If there was going to be an episode 10, there isn't. It's, it's, it's ending with episode 9. Bit of an abrupt ending. And I guess, I guess that's the way the book ends. I recommend it, but you will raise an eyebrow at the end. Kind of, you know, really? You know, I, I hope there's season 2 because I really like watching Craig Daniels. Uh, Foundation ended, and of course we need lots more. The story is just beginning, and there's much to explain, resolve, and do at this point. Uh, Sinner ended. Uh, as a series ended. And, and it ended in Sinner fashion. We we figured everything out. The good guys were bad and the bad guys were even worse. Uh, Pullman's character loses all relationships with everyone, but he's a great cop. Uh, Lost Symbol ended finally. This was probably two, maybe even three episodes too long. I didn't mind it, but it just dragged on. It was a little thick on, okay, here's another mysterious symbol that we're going to have to solve and check out. Um, the 4400 did not end, but I did take it off my DVR. Too much CW soap opera for me, not enough 4400 against the world. So, with all this stuff ending and all this stuff starting, what are my top 10 things to watch in a series? Meaning one episode comes out a week. So 10, Sex Lives of College Girls. 9 is Tacoma FD, the Thanksgiving episode that was crashed by the Chief was great. 8 is Wheel of Time. Seven is Mayor of Kingstown. Six is Dexter. Is Dexter's son a hero? Or is he a serial killer like him? Five is Yellow Jackets. Four, The Shrink Next Door. This show is getting more and more cringy as Dr. Ike becomes more and more sleazy. I think we are right on the verge of him taking over Marty's money. Uh, three is Yellowstone. Something is bubbling up to a war. We just have to figure out what Jamie's plan is. Two is Acapulco, Maxima, and Julia. Kiss. I'm sorry, Julia. Kiss. Let's see if Chad retaliates. And number one is Succession. Depending on how you look at it, Kendall threw the worst birthday party ever or the best. He has nowhere to run. He's got no friends. He's got no siblings. He's got to take that $2 billion payout, right? He's got to do it. He's not going to do it. So other things I'm watching is Star Trek Discovery, Hawkeye. Dr. Brain is really good too. There's a lot of good stuff out right now. So some things aren't cracking the top 10. But Dr. Brain and Hawkeye are both really good. Guilty Party, I'm, I'm really hoping that ends. I am liking Swagger on Apple TV more and more as I get into it. Um, 
again, a lot of other things ended, but that's a, a lot of good stuff out there right now. Um, if you want to binge something, here's my top 10 things to binge that are relatively recent, relatively recent. Uh, so 10 Goliath, nine is Lock and Key, eight is You, seven is Cowboy Bebop, six is Clickbait, still have that on here, Adrian Grenier, uh, that's probably getting a little old. Five is Dope Sick, so that was a series that just finished on Hulu. Dope Sick was really, really good. Dope Sick and Goliath basically have the same plot. Dope Sick, a, Dope Sick a whole lot better. Four is C on Apple TV, Blind People Fighting. Three is Hellbound, putting it right in, loving it. Two is Money Heist. By the way, I think the final six episodes of Money Heist come out next week. And one is Narcos. Um, but I'm watching uh, Hit Monkey. I'm watching Lost in Space right now, uh, and my name, you know. So a couple things out there that I'm also binging. I just got to get to the end of those things. Um, things. I, there's a lot of stuff coming out this week. Um, Alex Ryder is coming out. Uh, second season of The Kid uh, Spy. Santa Inc. So this is obviously topical around Christmas. I think it's a cartoon. It's got a bunch of funny people in it. Seth Rogen's one of them. I think Seth Rogen's actually playing Santa. Power of the Dog. A lot of uh, good actors and actresses in that. Uh, Harlem is coming out. Kind of a a, a Harlem version of Sex and the City. Pen15. Live in front of an audience is coming out. So about a year, maybe two years ago, they did... um, the Jeffersons and All in the Family, kind of live as a play. They had Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson playing uh, Archie Bunker. I think it was, um, uh, oh, I, I, I forget who was playing the, the main Jeffersons guy. A lot of big actors and actresses playing. So now they're doing Facts of Life in different strokes. They got John Lithgow, they got Kevin Hart, they got the Wayans, Gabrielle Union, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, so they got a lot of people doing stuff in this. It, it's usually pretty good. Um, and just like that comes out this week. So that's the Sex in the City without Samantha. Samantha and the girls apparently don't get along in real life. So uh, we we will just get, let's see if I can remember their names. Charlotte uh, and, of course, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, I can't remember her, her name. And then there's the redhead, you know. So, um they're all back. Uh, Bloods on Hulu, The Expanse. I think this is the last season of The Expanse. Uh, the actual final book just came out. But I think the season, the series is ending uh, after this season on Amazon Prime. Um, and that's about a lot of the good stuff that's coming out. Um, we'll keep an eye on all this stuff for you. And we'll let you know what's good and what's not.